therapist, including me, always telling you to breathe? Well, there's many reasons, but a lot of times our breath is controlling our nervous system, which in there impacts how we take in information, um, emotional information, data, you know, our surroundings, basically our sensory experiences. Um, and so our breath is one of the main factors to, again, our nervous system. And if we're not breathing, what that's doing is indicating, or if we're having a hard time breathing, what that's doing is indicating to our brain and to our body that something's up. And sometimes, you know, that's helpful um, when we're in situations like where things really aren't okay. Where we need to begin shifting our breath is when we're in states of what we call perceived threat. And when we say perceived threat, those are things that we ourselves may subjectively deem as anxiety provoking, threatening, etc. Um, things like public speaking, um, uncomfortable conversations, going to public places, um, losing something and not being able to find it. Like all of these things are perceived threat because there's a high chance if we're in an elevated state that we've attached more meaning to it than what's really going on. And so by activating our breath, what we're trying to do is activate what's called our social safety system so we can sort of gather our bearings and be able to work through the moment rather than to continue being engaged in our threat or our overwhelm system to where we shut down or can't properly take in information. So breathing isn't about calming down. Breathing is about getting you to access more resources in your body to work through the moment. I mean, sure, it can be about calming down, but when you think about it, like especially in moments of high stress, like if I'm giving a presentation and believe it or not, as much as I love public speaking, I get really elevated. I think it's my reward system, but, um, and I'm under controlled. So my brain just starts firing on all cylinders and I get really, really excited and I start to almost like I get really sweaty. It's kind of like embarrassing. Um, it's only in my armpits. Anyway, um, so if I'm giving a presentation and I notice that my reward system is being activated, I'm probably not going to breathe as much. And if I have that tension in my chest, what that's going to do is block my brain to access the resources that help me remember my topic, what I'm speaking about, and also to be more aware of my audience. Because if I'm going into high reward, which is still constricted or even threat, it's gonna block resources because it's gonna be on the defense or it's gonna be moving me towards um, something. And what that can do is block certain parts of my brain from being activated. So by breathing, by, I guess that I needed to breathe. Um, by doing those things, um, it's just freeing up our brain and our resources to where I can have more gestures to where I can slow my pace down and collect my words. It's gonna prevent myself from getting to such a state that I like pass out. And, um, and I'm telling all this because I think that a lot of times we're pursuing calm and we're pursuing feeling good and that almost gets in the way because we need to feel elevated at times our our emotions motivate us to action they communicate to us and so we need to feel things like anxiety and fear 
and grief and sadness because that helps us become more congruent to what's going on. And so by breathing, breathing gives our body and brain, it, it tells our nervous system to take in what's happening in the moment. So if I'm feeling intense sadness and I have the urge to shut it down, that's going to shut down my resources to be able to experience that grief in the moment, which is necessary to process it. And by processing it, it then gives that grief a place and a spot in my brain or an exit door to not stick around. And we need that in order to not hold on to unnecessary emotion. Like, that's the whole thing. If we don't feel it, if we're not grieving it, if we're not processing it, then it's being stored somewhere. And if we continue storing things and not being processed, it's all going to come out at a time where you don't want it to come out. Or it's going to come out in a way that you don't want it to come out. So a way to help with that process is being continuously attuned to your breath. Because your breath is something that you always have with you. It's something that you know, doing a few times and mainly focusing on your out breath that there's a lot of, um, it's a lot of bang for your buck. And so by being attuned to your breath, that's sort of like your gateway to, um, to better managing the rest of your body and how it processes emotions.